Okay, time for an overlooked stock. George Tillis is going to the grocery store and he's found a Lancaster colony. George, you're talking garlic bread, right? Does this company make like uh, yeast rolls and stuff? They do. Uh, you gave it away, LJ. It actually sounds like Lancaster Colony is something like a real estate investment trust. But yeah, you're right. They, they actually produce, manufacture and sell amongst the retail and the food service channels, uh, you know, branded licensed foods like uh, frozen breads, garlic bread, as you mentioned, croutons, salad dressings, and of course, uh, bottled sauces is where they, uh, they lie. A couple names uh, like Lighthouse Dressings. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Pepperidge Farms. These are the uh, the Pepperidge Farm people. I didn't know that as well until today. But uh, overall, it's been a company that uh, hasn't performed all that well relative to uh, other companies that are selling in the grocery store or the retail channels, uh, if you will. Uh, Flowers Foods, Post, as you know, is a couple of uh, the staples-based food companies that are performed well in this market because of inflation. Now, Lancaster uh, actually reported earnings, and it's been moving all week associated with some pretty good numbers. Uh, they came in with an adjusted EPS number that beat the estimates quite a bit at 135 versus the uh, – or beating, beating it by about 55 cents. Sales were higher, uh, beating estimates by about 17 percent, and I think this is a situation where the company – has sort of a dual uh, sales channel. One is the food service channel. That might have been one of the reasons why it had been underperforming some of the other food-based uh, companies out there from the staple standpoint. But at the retail end of the equation, you got to think about this notion of shrink uh, shrinkflation, which is essentially either maintaining high prices and shrinking the package size or both. In fact, increasing prices and also uh, packages which are shrinking. And I think overall, that's really what the catalyst is for the company. They did denote a pretty significant increase in overall pricing power uh, for their name brands. And in fact, uh, the company itself has made a series of acquisitions over decades. The company's been around since 1961, all of which, except for a couple, they have first or second place in terms of market share. So this company knows what they're doing in terms of what, brought, what products are bringing under their uh, holding company umbrella. They seem to have better pricing power. And I think at the end of the day, the food service side of the spending capacity for consumers had struggled a bit in the last couple of quarters. And that was representative of how the stock was underperforming some of the respective uh, retail sales, food-based companies. Uh, pretty good growth uh, right now because there's a lot of like yeah. uh, staples brands. They don't really know like if their uh, brands still are powerful. You know, there's trends that are changing. Uh, millennial Gen Z diets that don't fit the Hormel, you know, uh, brand or you know, not to pick on them, but there's uh, a handful of staples like that. So maybe this is like a uh, you know. <laughs> Boy, George, I know it's Friday, but I was just about to say bread and butter. Well, anyway, pun intended, right, OJ? Look, <laughs> it wasn't actually. Day, if you look at this, if you look at this company, uh, if you look at it over like the five years, and in fact, over the last ten years, the company has been growing, but also growing its consistent dividend payout. Uh, this is a company that's actually paid a dividend for the past fifty years and in increasing their dividends. So. It's not necessarily just a the standpoint of capital returns on price. It's really about total return. The company's payout in terms of dollars and cents on a forward basis is about eighty cents a quarter, about three dollars and twenty cents. It's put puts its yield around two two percent. But this is the thing about this company: it's got a, a pretty solid market position amongst uh, its core brands. 
And as I mentioned, large market share percent in terms of its core brands means it has pricing power and it's pretty stable growth. One would say perhaps looking at the forward multiple around 30 times uh, 2023 earnings, a little bit pricey. Perhaps that's one of the reasons also why the stock had been languishing uh, its, uh, its food service-based peers or food uh, production-based peers like Post and, of course, uh, uh, Flowers Foods. But at the end of the day, it seems to be a pretty steady name with the capacity to continue to increase its dividends uh, as well as, again, increase prices. And that's what you want, I suggest, in this market. I mean, energy, food, all the things that are capitalizing on higher prices because of the fact that the elasticity of demand just isn't there for, uh, for energy and food. All right. Nice, George. What a, what a stock. Chart looks pretty good long term. Powering up on a yeah. day where the rest of the market's getting dumped. Nice find. I'm the good overlook stock. Okay, OJ. Thank you, George. All right, coming Have up. Have a good weekend.